Hey, this is Skylar from He Is Legend, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. One, two, three, the Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. How's it going, brother? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. You, uh, Sorry about last time. Oh, no worries. Tied up. It all happens, and it's no worries at all. Are you guys in between? Yeah, man. You're in between runs right now. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we just got back from Australia, prepping up for for this run with Greyhaven. Some shows out out in uh, Texas and around the Midwest. What was the uh, Australia run like? It was beautiful, man. Beautiful. Uh, we got along great with the with the lads and hammers and uh, and yeah, we just we had a great time. You know, it's uh, they were they were just very thorough and they took care of us in a in a really decent way. So, not the first um, time you've been there, though, right? <clears throat> first time we've worked with the, with these guys, um, but no, not the first time we've been. We went uh, Soundwave in two thousand. 15 i think it was or seven yeah 15 and then um back in like 2008 right um so yeah yeah long stints in between but um it was a it was a mega time that's great and i know this has nothing probably to do what we're talking about but do you ever think that music would take you to all these places in the world i don't think i i would have ever imagined that i would have traveled so extensively you know um i don't think any of us would but uh um you kind of you kind of don't realize in the moment when you're younger you know um to take it all in so i'm i'm fortunate to have been able to to experience it more than a handful of times so uh but yeah um certain things you know i i felt were on the horizon you know like london always seemed like oh man it's punk you know like gotta go there so, I mean, I had great aspirations. Still never been to South America. Still never been to Asia. So oh, really? There's, there's, yeah, still things we really would like to do. South America is huge on our bucket list. I think South America, from everybody I've talked to and what I've read, they're pretty rabid uh, metal yeah, and heavy music metal, fans for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd love to get down there. I mean, just like we grew up watching the vulgar videos, Pantera. Yeah. Um, and just seeing them down there, man, it's like crazy. Mexico City, you know, yeah. We've never been. We've been to Mexico with the, on a ship rocked, but uh, right. didn't didn't really play Mexico proper. And I'd love to. I, I love, I love it down there. I love the culture and, um, yeah, the food, the booze, it's uh, everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. I love, I love going down there. It was such a magical time being in Mexico, and I just, I just connect with that. Uh, you know, being a, being from the beach and from oh, the yeah. south. You know, it's very very similar cultural. When you're out on the road, and I don't know, maybe on short runs you can't, but when you're out on the road, are you able to get out and like explore some of Australia or wherever you're at, or is it just too tight? Yeah, some. You know, I mean, when you when you're fortunate enough to have a day off, <clears throat> like a reset day that isn't like a total travel day, right? Um, so yeah, we did get. You know, we wandered. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a throat in my frog. No worries. Um, Mm. Brisk. Uh, yeah, so like 
we we cruised around the beach in uh, the Gold Coast on the day we got there. We had a day off just to kind of acclimate to right. the time, and then um, it's such a such a far journey to Perth from the rest of the eastern uh, eastern mm-hmm. cities. So we got there early, you know. So we had two days basically on either side of the show to to really explore. And we went and saw a big botanical garden, you know. And our, you know, we right. like to wander and see some see some nature. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well cool. So he is legend. Endless hallway came out, uh, I guess, back in November. What's been the response to it so far? Um, coming out of such a strange time, you know. Um, it's cool to see that our fans like dug what happened and what we, you know, what we had to, to offer from, from that time of, of COVID, you know, um, and being away. But, uh, I don't think any of us really knew what to expect. We just knew we had an album to put out, you right. know, an album to, to deliver. Um, but yeah, the, the response has been great. And the, the people seem to dig the songs. I mean, things are, it's it's fun. It's really they're super energetic, like very uh, fast paced tunes. So um, definitely interesting to play live, you know. Right. And uh, some of these tunes were like the first time we'd ever played them were was on Australia in, in Australia. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool, you know, because it's kind of a gambit. You just you just play it, see if they like it. If right. It well, you keep it in the set, you know. So when you uh. When we were all going through the, you know, the pandemic and in those years, nobody had a crystal ball. Were you ever worried that it may not happen again? You may not play again, or you may not, or was that not a thing? I don't, I don't think I ever thought that we wouldn't play again. But I, I don't think that that like really. I mean, there were times where everything felt hopeless. I, my, I was more concerned with like how different it would be when when it, we came back because I, all the all the attempts at like normalizing a pandemic world show where like people were sitting in their cars watching shows yeah, and right that heavily live streamed um but like where people were wearing masks like it had this stamp of like depression era times you know yes. like um so, and and looking back on that i don't know many people who are like oh i've got to i've got to watch that thing again because it was i mean i'm sure they're out there i'm sure some bands did live streams well but it, it it's no replacement for the real thing you know i'm trying um, to think back on the live streams and i think i maybe only saw well one that totally stands out from uh catatonia they, they did one really early in the in the thing, you know, in the pandemic, yeah. whatever you want. And it was done, you know, multi-camera in the studio. Absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Although, Anders did say, you know, hey, this is so weird saying, you know, thank you to the crowd when there is no crowd. You know, yeah. it's just the cameras. And I listen to a lot of comedians who, like, I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for comedy because those people, like, they do what we do without a crowd you know without people around you know they travel alone they're in often in hotel you know so like watching comedians perform and then like you know getting no real laugh or response like i mean it was it's just tough it was a tough time and i know things have been born of that that are cool but for us we we attempted to to get something together to to do and when um 
we were going to do it over the holidays and it was right around Thanksgiving when like the CDC said, don't do, don't gather. Right. Like, well, we're trying to get about, we're trying to get more people than a, than would be at a normal Thanksgiving crammed into a room to perform, you know, is this the right idea? And so we backed off of it and it was just worrisome at times. And the things that I saw people doing, like none of them really spoke to me, you know, and I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there were great ones, but uh, I just never saw ones. Like, I think the best one I saw was uh, Post Malone when he covered all those Nirvana songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, that was just like something so outlandish that was born out of like uh, isolation and, right. and boredom, you know, and like, and but so cool and genuine and like so that that really, um, I do I do think that one was great, but that was also you know a different kind of circumstance and a different kind of thing you're watching. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I was just think a majorly concerned about like corralled areas at shows, you know, and like everything feeling very like Mad Max behind cages and, and, uh, plexiglass. And that was what I was really worried about. It wasn't really, really until, um, the Attila tour we did was really the first time that we were back in a club, you know, shaking hands and passing joints and high five. And you know what I mean? What was like, that like? Was it or, just like amazing? The first time I, I mean, I, I've like not to name drop, but I mean, so speaking of comedians, like I, I went and saw uh, Brian Posehn and, um, I I think I met him through Joe Truman, but on when we toured with the damn things, but I can't remember. He's a metalhead too, though, right? <clears throat> yeah, he, lo- he loves metal, and he he dug White Bat and like played it on his radio show. So I think that's kind of how we made the connection. And um, he's such a nice dude, and he's always giving a shot shout out. So uh, yeah, uh, we were passing a joint back, you know, after his show in in our hometown. It was just like. I never thought we'd be doing this again. He's like, yeah, I've been doing it every night. <laughs> like, he's, like, okay. he's like, yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, every time I'm like, is this, should I be doing this? But I guess so, you know? Right. Um, but so uh, that was, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't really thought about that. And and then, you know, being on tour, it's little things like that have changed, you know, like, I mean, you're, you're definitely not like, standing in front of the venue with fans passing a blunt around anymore. I mean, maybe you are, we've gotten really far away from it now. So like, feels like most things are kind of back to normal, right. but uh, yeah, it was definitely, I was, I was worried about that. I was worried about the like corralling and uh, very uh, utilitarian uh, form, or maybe that's not the right word, but just like, you know, being more militant like shows, you know, like, like you see in that, line. like you see in Russia yeah. back, like from the eighties, like the, uh, yeah, yeah. Monsters of rock or whatever that was where they were all sitting in their chairs and they had the military lined up in the hall in the aisles. Yeah. 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 Like who wants that man? And then, and you still see like the, the bit of craziness around the world that, the, you know, where that's kind of, yeah, it's like, man, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to see that. And like, you know, Washington and, or whatever. No, and whatever. maybe maybe you could get away with that with some kind of music, but I don't think, you know, heavier metal or hard rock or heavy yeah. music in general, it's not possible. Or it is, yeah, but it's I'm not sure, real. I'm sure there's law and order at a Taylor Swift show, you know, but I mean, <laughs> we come from a we come from a long line of people who uh 
like to just show up, plug in, and play. So right. Um, and I, you know, we we still get off from just being able to be out in the crowd and like chat with everybody and like you know. Um, so yeah, uh, I thought there was going to be this like we were on tour with somebody and heard them heard them say like, oh, you went out into to gin pop or something like that. Like, like, like they were afraid to go talk to right. fans. I was like, you're just in the fucking room with them. Like the, all night, like, what? go out in the bars, shake some hands. Right. I mean, um, after all they paid their I'm money in. Right. Exactly. And I'm a, I'm a sick guy. So like, I should probably be more concerned than anyone else, but I'm not wearing a mask on an airplane. And, and you know, like I, I probably should cause I, I'm a diabetic. And, right. Uh, but, you know, I just roll with the punches. We were just on planes for thirty hours to coming back from, Jesus. from uh, yeah, from Australia. So I, yeah, I, I'm all right. I'm still alive. Maybe I got that super strain. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have to prepare differently for, for like another stretch coming up here? You're going out for I don't know a few weeks at least. Do you prepare differently yeah. because of your health <laughs> issues? Um, I. Mine may, mainly is uh, dietary and like um, I basically just have to eat more often and uh, so yeah I it, there's no real difference in preparation rather than just rehearsing a little more and like being a little more vigilant about that and um, and trying to just keep my voice up but but you know it's really you you're, you get your uh, you get your boots on the ground you know when you when right. you start moving so. Um, I think it takes a few shows to feel like you're in the groove and then it's just, you know, then you're there. So, um, so but yeah, we, we, we rehearse a lot, you know, we, when, when the opportunity is there, we try to, we're trying to be as tight as possible. So let me yeah, go back to, let me go back to the pandemic and I'll leave it alone after that. But your first show is out of the gate after all that. Were you nervous, worried, concerned, scared, any of that? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I think our first show back was Furnace Fest of uh, 2021. Ah, oh, with Living and, Sacrifice. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those we've known those guys for a long time. Yeah, but um, yeah, Bruce has always been such a great guy, man. super guy. Yes, He's always been really nice to us. Um, yeah, so we did that show, um, and it was amazing. Really great turnout. Really, really fun. But I was still sick. You know, I'd been battling an illness for a while and I got sick that show. Um, so yeah, I was nervous just personally, like, I guess, um, selfishly, like more concerned with my own health and what, what was going on then rather than COVID because, you know, I've been, I worked all throughout the pandemic and got tested three times a week and was, right. you know, had to wear masks on set all day long around, around people. So like, uh, I gotten into the, that kind of uh, the formalities of, of being in a COVID universe. And right. I, I knew that if, if, you know, if I was really nervous about it, then I wouldn't have gone, but it just, just seeing how the film industry tackled the, the pandemic and then seeing how the music industry handled it when we opened, it's like two different animals. Like yeah. it was the, they were, polar opposite you know i mean i literally was like getting tested three times a week had to had like basically hall monitors on set telling me to keep my mask on be six feet 
right. you know, like while I'm drinking, like put your mask back on after you drink. Right. Uh, and then to get to a show where it's just like, well, whatever the fuck you want, you feel safe, <laughs> you're good to go. So that's kind of how it probably should be. And, um, so it felt nice to get back into that situation, but yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of scary for a minute. And then you're just like, well, yeah, we're getting back to life. So whatever, you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And, and we just kind of went with it. I think there were instances where on the, on the road normally, you know, everybody will kind of get sniffles and get a little, get a little tickle in their throat. And you start panicking now, you know, you know, well now you're just like, who's going to, who's going to swab their nose first. Oh, we're all sick now. Who's going <laughs> right. to do it? Nobody's going to do it. Okay. We'll wait till we get home. Three days later, we check two of us have COVID four of us don't like what? Okay. Like how, like what's the rhyme or reason? Who knows? Right. But, uh, I think probably we probably should have been testing ourselves more, but then like, you know, what are you, are you testing yourself every night? Like, are you, are you like, you know, if one person has it, do they mask up and play? Do we cancel the show? Like, what do you do? So if you're not testing, yeah. And if you're not testing, then you don't know, then you can still go out and play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's what everybody is probably doing on the road, but also like, I think we're at a point now to where it's, the it's the strain is so weak that it's not yeah like, i don't know i, I haven't been following the science because it's fucking boring and um, you don't even I, hear about it anymore so yeah whatever yeah exactly exactly um it's uh I'm, i guess everybody's kind of fatigued with talking about it but uh yeah it's 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 just uh it was a shitty time and um i'm glad we're out of it but i i don't i don't think like i think the worst thing that happened to all of us is that like we're all ready for the next one now you know i mean like the eyes of like knowing that something can go wrong like that is like in the front of our minds right it's like a post-traumatic stress thing right you're waiting for the next anvil to drop yeah exactly exactly that's a it's a terrible way to live in fear you know and that's I'm sure a lot of conspiracy theories are like, that's exactly what you, you know, like, right. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to, to ponder, you know, the, all those things. Oh yeah. So, uh, is he is legend, the band that is constantly writing or do you guys just set aside time? I know you're busy touring. Do you get to write on the road or is that separate from two separate Honestly, things? It comes, uh, I think it comes with the seasons, you know, booze is constantly just riffing, on his own, you know, and he basically has a bank of things. He's like, these are ideas I have. And then they kind of grow out of that. But, um, m- more so like we obviously like the market's oversaturated right now. So it's hard for us to get on tours. So we don't right. really have a ton going on. And, uh, so we'll, we would be writing while we're home and normally we don't, unless it's like a, a big badass tour, we don't like to tour in the winter time, you know, like, uh, much more than like a week or so, you know, and, and, uh, it's just, it's hard out there and, 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 you know, we've done it a million times. Right. And, uh, it can, it's really hard on you. So we would prefer to be home like from Halloween to when the music industry comes back in right. February, you know what I mean? Unless there's like, Oh, go! We went on tour with Guar in December at one point because it's like it's Guar, you right. know. So things like that, we would we would would scratch scratch conversation about. But uh, as the as the Aussies say, like have a chin wag. <laughs> we'll have a chin wag. I love that. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we usually like in the wintertime, it'd be like, let's just write, you know, and it can all organically kind of pour out of that. Because, um, you know, I, in, from Thanksgiving to probably February, because of all the festivals in January and in the UK, right. the music industry, as far as like the brass is concerned, you know, it shut down. Um, they shut down. Yeah. They, and I mean, it's, it's hard to get anything really done. And that was kind of why we were real nervous about um, releasing Endless Hallway in le- the late period, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's people release records in, in, in November, December even. But you could capitalize um, they, on Christmas there too, right? They say that, but I mean, I don't think that really works out for a band like us, but maybe. Um, I think... Uh, it's interesting to see either side of it, but it's like, you know, we're, it's hard to make it on like a top, you know, 10 right. list in the, when they're being made in November, you know? True. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, that's interesting, but that's that we, we kind of, you know, like to take that to our advantage if we're not on a run and just write and those months, you know, I mean, in, in the South here, those are beautiful months where like, you know, just coming into like the life rejuvenating from the winter. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice time to be at home. Just, just like getting it out. So seven albums in when you guys do sit down to write, do you think about or intentionally think about not writing the previous record? You still have to stay within your wheelhouse. I get Mm -hmm. it because of your fan base, but do you think about that? I don't think we ever think about that. I think sometimes we're like, we have to, top it you know I, I think every time we're like we have to hit harder than the last um in whatever way that may be but uh i don't necessarily think that it's like do something different than that because uh, on endless hallway we we ab'd white bat a lot because there were things we wanted to revisit um so yeah not always but i think just out of sheer like wanting to keep challenging ourselves we you know, our, our sound kind of alters with right. each record. Okay. And so I know you've got this run. What do you have prepared for or planned for the rest of the year? Anything you can talk about? Uh, we got some things on the table, but we're, you know, we're open, um, and trying to play as much as we can, you know? So, uh, and looking forward to whatever the next year holds, but we'll be writing obviously when we're not on tour. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. He is legend NC on all the socials, North Carolina. Um, yeah, he is legend NC. And we're, uh, if we're coming near you, bring it out. I think I saw that you are playing in Richmond, so I'm hoping to get out in the next couple yeah, weeks, cool. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, bring that. Yeah, Richmond's. Thank you so much for taking the time, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. I know we kind of meandered, but it was I like just talking. So, hey, man, that's what they're supposed to be. <laughs> awesome. Good luck with the tour. I'm gonna catch you in Richmond here for sure. Hell yeah! Is Bottom Lounge still or uh, is uh, what's it called? Bottoms Up Pizza still open right next door? Across from the Canal that's Club. My, yes. That's my favorite pizza on the East Coast, man. I love that. It's place. really good. Yes. It really is. It's like it's it's fantastic pizza. That's funny. You know that place. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, I go there every time we play there.
Sweet. But cool, man. We'll, we'll see you around. I'll see, see you in Richmond. Show. Travel safe. Yep. Peace. All right. Be well. Thanks, brother. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now on Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.